All right, guys, first question of the night. Wearing slow pitch jerseys in public, yes or no? Joey. I, I'm going to go with yes Okay. because I don't really go out and do much. So, uh, I mean, it's it's more of a comfort thing for me, and it's basically all I have in my closet. Okay. Like I have 5,000 jerseys. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, if I go out and, yeah, I'm not going to go in my softball jersey out to the bar or something, but <laughs> – because you know, I see it, man. Yeah. You know, go to a restaurant. It's like, oh, family's looking nice. Slow pitch jersey. Yeah. That's not you, though. No. No, no. not that. What about you? Absolutely. It's it's a brotherhood, man. It's ah, like okay. it's like wearing your favorite band out to an airport or you go something and somebody else sees you're like, what's up, man? Like, uh, you know what's up. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a brotherhood, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you get it. I get it. You get it. What's up, man? How you doing? You okay. can not even know that person. But if I go to Roswell and I go to the Pickwick or uh, Allsips yeah. and I see another guy in a softball jersey, automatically we're like, hey, man, what's up? Man? <laughs> what do you play okay. for? That's like an instant kind of bond thing. So, yeah. absolutely. You know, I, you, you probably see me at Walmart plenty of times wearing my, wearing my, <laughs> wearing my softball yeah. jerseys. You know, it's just, it yeah. is what it is. Because Joe, like Joey said, you know, we've both been lucky enough to play on teams where they're like, here's five jerseys. Yeah. Every every tournament, here's a new jersey. Every tournament. I mean, what else are you going to wear? <laughs> you got to put them yeah. to use. True. Okay. Very cool. Is there like a certain greeting? Because like, what, what is it? Like Harley's? They, they the do Jeep like the wave. peace sign down low. The Jeep yeah. wave. Yeah. Is, no. there a, is there a slow pitch like, you know, forearm bump or something? No. No special handshakes. No. Le- not, at least not that I know of. Okay. No, I don't know any. No. <laughs> you guys are going to start that after this. Yeah, right? We're good. All right, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, All Sports Best podcast, by the way, sponsored by the Lucky Bull Grill. Upstairs will be open in the new year, so be on the lookout for that. Really excited about that. And, uh, of course, a big shout out to our sponsor for that reason. Um, all right, guys. So we're talking about slow pitch at the highest level, right? Um, really excited about this. We've got Joey Aguilar. We have Ryan Honeycutt. So pro softball players, upper softball players, how do I, what, how do we reference what you guys do? Well, you know, uh, a lot, a lot of bat companies and stuff, they refer to you as a pro, you know, a pro softball player, or here's our pro signature model bat, or here's our, our pro signature player, you know? Um, but to me personally, like, I don't see it. I don't see it as a pro deal, you know? Mm-hmm. No, no. Granted, there's a lot of people who get paid in, in this game, one one way or another, with your back company, your sponsor, whatever. But to me, like you, Triple A is an amateur sport. Not all the time are we playing against guys that are pros, right? I mean, because right. you could play league, you could play a sponsored event where you're playing against a lower division team. Sometimes you get ready, so it's not all the same playing field. But to me personally, I just don't refer refer to it as as a pro. But uh, it's upper level softball to me, okay. you know. And and usually that's B on up, B and ups considered like upper level. And uh, yeah, that's how I look at it, you know. Yep. So it perfect. No, he said it perfect. I'm yeah. Upper guy, you know. So I'm, I'd, I'd rather play down right now than <laughs> go play with all the all the all the homies and all the guys local. You, what what sucks about us is we can't play locally anymore much. So, but that's just the label it goes with. Yeah. Know, so you can play. Player. You can play like league though. Like you can. Hey, oh, we're, yeah. we're all friends. We can play. But when you go to a tournament, you can't drop down if you do like how how would you if you really wanted to you would have to just give up whatever you're doing now it'd have to be on a pickup roster okay on at a championship division tournament like we can't go play c or d like Mm -hmm. we can't do that anymore you can only you can go as a bump one classification down okay so since i'm a 
Uh, I can't play C. I can play B as a bump, but I can't play lower than that. And then Honeycutt, he's a major player, so he can't go. He pretty much can't play at all. Anyway, really? Yeah. So you yeah. so a bump down would be A, which bump is down, basically double not A. Double bump down. Yeah. So yeah. the so that kind of way it goes is major. You got your major, double A, A, B, C, D, E, rec, all the way down, right? And um, like pretty much like Joey, Joe as well. You know, like we can't we can't just show up to Hobbs and play. And I wish we could, unless the director said, "Hey, this is an open roster. Basically, anybody can show up and play. And then we can sign in and play." But if it's a sanctioned event and it's a C or, or whatever event, we can't can't play, unfortunately. Um, so that that kind of that's that can be that's good and bad, right? Because yeah. the only way you get better is if you play. Um, but at the same time. Like, uh, you know, you, you, there's a big disparity and, you know, you, you, could, you could potentially hurt somebody, you know, because you've yeah. got guys out there that are just out there to have fun and stuff. And you're used to playing like at a different level and guys aren't wearing masks and stuff. And, you know, it's just it's just there's a disparity. So that's why they do it. To try to keep it level. Yeah. You know? So yeah. um, but around here, there's not a lot of upper upper softball, you know, um, tournaments that make. So, uh, you know, you're kind of stuck at, you know, you play league or you travel to Dallas or travel to, to Phoenix or somewhere bigger city where they have a little bit more upper upper chances. You know? Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's so how that works. You said open, and the only thing that I can think of when I think of open now was tournaments that were going on in Rio Doso, New Mexico, yeah. right? So is that still a thing? And is, oh, yeah. if, if open, does that still mean open for classification or just you can hit as many home runs as you want? It's both. Okay. Some people refer open to unlimited home runs. Some people refer it to open roster. Okay. But it's it's both. But you, re, it's it's basically championship division. It's not open. It open means like in the state of New Mexico, open means unlimited home runs. Right. But anywhere else, it means it's all. You could all, have all goes. you could have Otani show up one weekend and, and play right. softball if you want in an open yeah. division, right? Uh-huh. You know, uh, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could be the best guy. You would be the best guy in the conference playing against a guy who's never even swing a bat before. There's no there's no rules or, or restrictions on that. You know, mm-hmm. so they try to keep it kind of you know somewhat in, in the competitive re- range there. You know, so. yeah. and yes, we still do Rio Doso. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's the, like the best tournament. Yeah, it's my favorite tournament. Of the oh, it's amazing! A, it's a mecca of softball. You know, Joey's Joey's put together a team that's won what three in a row three or something. Row. Yeah, really, it's just dominating. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, and that's a hard tournament to win. You know, because you're talking about 280 foot fences, 8,000 feet elevation, unlimited dingers, home runs. So, yeah. I mean, you got teams. You know, no bat testing, so you got good bats, mm-hmm. really good bats out yeah. there. So it's a really hard tournament to win. But Joey's team, I mean, everybody knows. I see in the bracket, they're like. They're playing for second, you know what right, I mean? Yeah, you know, that's just yeah. that's just reality of it. So, that's uh, that's the mecca of softball right there. You know, Joey's over there, like, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I pride myself on that tournament. Man. Yeah, I, no, I, for I, sure. I like winning that tournament, but there's been competition. I mean, every year we we run into somebody that gives us a run yeah. for our money because yeah. you never know. Somebody might show up and just stay hot, and you can't get them out. But you know, luckily I've had some. All my buddies are pretty good, so we 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 uh we were able to finish it out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about etiquette in softball. Uh, in baseball, there's a lot of unwritten rules, right? In softball, there's, they're pretty similar. But one of the things that really sticks out to me is the reason I would never pitch is guys can hit middle, right? At the mm-hmm. pro level, that's like wide open. Is there still like a back and forth when that happens? You hit a guy, you hit up the middle, you can hit, I mean, you guys both can hit a ball at an unbelievable rate. You hit up the middle, hit a guy. Is there like a confrontation there, or is it like, oh, that's softball? 
it's just part of the game. Yeah. Like once you get what you get past past C class, I mean, it's just it's middle's pretty much the most wide open spot in the field to get a hit. Right. So and then you're limited on home runs as well. On top of that, so for me as a hitter, I mean, either I'm locking in or I want I just need a hit. Like we're out of bombs, where I just need a hit. I was like leading off an inning. You know, the middle is usually wide open. Now, granted, he might move to where you're hitting, and that's that's more the case now than ever. Is just the pitcher moves into where you're hitting, mm. then rather than the hitter actually going for the pitcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it just it's just part of the game. And if you get hit, I mean, as a pitcher, you know you're gonna wear one every now and then. If I don't pitch, I mean, I pitch and leave. Right. <laughs> if I did pitch, I mean, you gotta have the mindset. Yeah, they're gonna. I got to be ready because it's just part of the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like Joey said, I mean, it's you get to a certain level and it's it's kind of expected. Um, now there's some unwritten written rules like when you're up by double digits and stuff like that. And there's still home runs and you're still you're you're going middle a lot. Teams are going to take exception to that and they're going to okay. try to hit your pitcher. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Or you're playing at the Smoky or something, which is is like Redoso for conference, right? They hit you can hit as many dingers as you want, mm-hmm. and you're peppering middle on guys, or you know they're, they're not going to like that very much. And yeah. and they have guys who j- hit it just as good as your guys do. So your pitcher's watching it from the dugout, like, oh, yeah. right here it comes, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You start you taking protect your guy exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of that going on. Um, but as middle, I mean, you know, you play some tournaments around here or not around here, but like just D and lower and stuff. You get one shot the middle and it's almost a fight. And yeah. what people don't understand is, you know, and, and a lot of times guys that are playing lower levels are just out of baseball. So you don't really know what you're doing yet. You don't know where you're going to hit the ball to begin with, you know, and somebody throws one's flat and outside outside corner. It's going to go up the middle, especially if you're yeah. a baseball player, right? Because yeah. that's what we're trained yeah. to do. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's an accident, but people don't like it, especially, you know, people don't like it, period, but especially sure. lower levels, they're not trying to get hit. Right. And everybody should wear a mask all oh, the yeah. time. You know, yeah. in league, it don't matter. Uh, you should always wear a mask in league. You should always wear a mask in rec. Uh, definitely at the upper levels because it just takes one. You know, I mean, yeah. it just takes one bad swing from a guy, and, and those bats are so good nowadays. It just, you know, you, you can easily lose your life out there in the softball field yeah. if you're not pitching without, with, pitching without a mask. So, yeah. if you're listening out there, wear a mask. Everybody, wear a mask, you know. Please. <laughs> Public service announcement. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of all of that, have you guys seen anything go down that you were like, whoa, we need to, you know what I mean, take a break? You this know, is crazy. Oh, or, somebody have you seen anything? Hit? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, no. you've been lucky enough to kind of avoid that. I haven't seen a big ordeal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Honeycutt, he hit a guy pretty good in the, the conference championships that I was watching. And, uh, he just, the pitcher just moved into the hole where he was hitting. It wasn't nothing intentional, but like it hit him pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got him up into the chin and yeah. he threw it and bounced into the hole where I was going. And I mean, it just what it was, hit him right at the chin, the helmet came off. But, yeah. you know, I wasn't trying to go there, but at the same time, I'm not apologizing either. That's part of the game, right, right, you know. Yeah. Um, but but I've seen you apologize, you're like admitting guilt. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, hey, man, you know, and, and you're not saying, oh, you're just, you know, a lot of times if I hit a guy and, you know, it's a bad swing right away, hey, man, my, my fault. You know what I mean? Because you're not trying to hurt nobody, especially if it's not a conference event, you're just playing a tournament somewhere. You're not trying to hurt anybody. But uh, I've seen guys get, get their arms snapped in half. There's yeah. a guy, Mark, Mike Martinez, remember, uh, for Dirty oh, Vegas yeah. in Houston. I was watching that, and uh, I can't remember where they were at, but it was early. It was like in Dallas or somewhere. Anyways, someone let him up and wow. around the forearm. It just it broke his arm in half. I mean, <laughs> and he, you know, he's pretty much out most of the year. So yeah. I've, seen, I've seen some bad things happen to people. And, you know, I've, you know, we've gone through tournaments in the conference where 
you know, you have three pitchers and two of them are out completely determined because they got hit with the ball, mm. you know, ankle or somewhere like that where you just, you know, you might be able to finish the game. You get out there and you're just swolled up, you mm. know, you're done. Um, you know, plenty of broken hands, guys who glove it and still breaks their hands, you know, talking yeah. about balls coming 115 miles an hour sometimes, yep. you know, yeah. I mean, you know, they, and those they are not hard. soft balls as, no. as much as the sports no. name. Now. No, those Absolutely things are rocks. Not. Yeah. Rock yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a scary thing, you know, but, uh, yeah. you'll, see, you'll see middle wars in conference. I mean, I don't know if it's an ego thing or yeah, it pretty much is an ego thing. Mm. Like you'll see a team go back and forth going up the middle on purpose but it's just kind of like a pissing contest right you know, yeah I mean, once it gets to that point but you're, you'll see a, a middle contest but you won't see like most confrontations happen at the lower levels mm-hmm. like they'll get their, their feelings hurt more often than not just because they think they're actually out to gun for them you know right trying to hurt them but that the, all the confrontations and fights and all that whatnot i seem to see that more often in the lower levels because sure. they just don't understand the game as much as when the upper balls do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So speaking about like hitting balls 150 miles an hour, right? That's insane, by the way. Um, especially when it's coming at you in a line drive. Um, bats are hotter than ever in some ways, but you guys, can you use those hot, hot bats or are there regulations on what you are using? Yeah, so yeah. a couple of years ago they came out with a new stamp, right? So it used to be a 220, they call it a 220 stamp, you okay. know, meaning yeah. that bat can't compress lower than 220 um, to now it's a 240 stamp. So they, they deaden up the bats a little bit, right? Because um, they were, I mean, the bats were just stupid good. Um, so they, they try to deaden it up as much as they can. Um, but, I mean, it, they're still good. I mean, you're still going still gonna to hit it. And before every conference event, and this was like a lot of lower level guys who watch, you know, the, the games on YouTube or, or whatever. Yeah. They don't understand. And, you know, it's like every bat is tested before you even start the tournament. So you show up with your bat and you put it on the tester and, and there's a, you know, a league official or the UCCA official there. And he makes sure it doesn't get below a certain point. And if it does, you can't use it. He puts it away and you'll never see it again until you leave. So they try to keep everything on a level playing field as much as they can. Um you know, now there's always people who kind of bend those rules and do some different stuff, but the idea is to keep everybody's level playing field as we possibly can. Mm. You know, so and safe being yeah, it's making the game more safe. So can you kind of explain that a little bit more? Just the official part, because what you're saying, so you, they put it down on like a, is it kind of like a bouncing thing or like a compression? No, it, it device. It uh, presses. It's a little contraption. You put the barrel through, and uh, you lock it in, and then. When you snap it in, it tests how much compression, how much, like, how much the barrel squeezes down. Okay. And how much PSI that creates. Oh. And the softer the barrel is, the hotter the ball is going to come off. Oh, I see. So okay. if it goes below 240, then it's coming off hotter from the barrel because the barrel's softer. So they want to keep that barrel as hard as possible until it starts failing mm. to make it safer. Okay. All right. I get it. And, they, you know, they change the balls, too. And, you know, a lot of times we use what they call like a pro-am ball that's, you know, not as not as hard as someone like the, you know, you come out here and you, you hit like the, uh, well, like the blue dots, we're calling like the, the, the rocks and, and stuff yeah. like that. Well, that you, can't work, you can't use those. No, no. Yeah. The, the no. conference events, you use a, a little bit different ball. That's that's doesn't come off as hard, you know. It's not supposed to. You know, at night, it still, it still comes off. I mean, good. the way you yeah. guys, I've seen your videos. I've seen your highlights, all that stuff. I mean. That ball looks like it's as hard as anything can be. 
it's insane. But it's because you guys work on that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they throw they you know they make us hit little little softer balls and stuff. And then when you do hit a good ball, you're like, wow, I can't believe we used yeah. to hit that all the time. You know, yeah. like <laughs> exactly. it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, like in BP, we don't even use those hard balls anymore. Mm. But sometimes they'll get it mixed in there somehow. We'll just yeah. find them in the parking lot, whatever, and they'll get mixed in. And <laughs> we hit them like, God. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's a, there was a home run derby we had last year here. Um, it was uh, for the spring, right? It was mm -hmm. the spring the spring home run derby and. And uh, it was a home run derby, right? So we, we were both using the good balls, you know, mm -hmm. the, the ones that go. And, I mean, this dude was hitting them, you know, 460 feet. You know what I mean? I mean, consistently, oh, right? That's wild. And, and it wasn't like it was 50 degrees. It was probably 80 degrees outside. Yeah. And, and, and it's just like – but that just shows you, like, we're so used to hitting batting practice with soft, squishy balls that when you get a good one – they're like, wow, I know why they banned these things now because they're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're was, stupid that was, good. That was with my dude's Honeycutt's bat, too. His oh, there you go. Was, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Bat. was with my signature bat, yeah. 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 So. yeah, so tell me about that. So what bats are we using? And then, of course, I want to hear about the Honeycutt bat. Is it What is it called? Uh, well, it's it's the Suncoast. Uh, it's a 13-inch barrel. You know, uh, It's red, white, and yellow. I call it the enchilada, and that's what that's what kind of people call it okay. around the deal. But it's just a ruckus max. You know, it's got 13 inch barrel with a half ounce inload. Um, it's through Sunco Sports. Uh, so yeah, I've I've uh, got that for about got that in the summer, and uh, been using it ever since. And we're, we're gonna have a new one coming out here in 2024. Really. So yeah, Any sneak been, peeks on what that might look like. I haven't got a chance to look at it yet. Oh. Um, I definitely want to. We want to put something together pretty cool. You know, this one I didn't get a chance to do anything with. They said, "Hey man, you know, you want a bat or not?" I said, "Yep." <laughs> you know, you Hell give me yeah. you give me a bat I'll, with my name on it. I'll figure out how to use it because what I was using before was completely different. You know, mm. specs wise. You know, I was, I'm used to using a 12 inch barrel with the half ounce inload, and went 13. And uh, yeah, there's there's some advantages, disadvantages, and things like that. But yeah. it's it's pretty cool, and it's a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of pride when you go to a tournament and see someone using your bat. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like, wow, that's that's pretty that's pretty sweet. You know, somebody uh, very you lucky. Know. Yeah, complete yeah. stranger using your bat, and you're like, wow, that's or you know, that's you nice. see the reviews online, good or bad or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, it's it's still like it still brings a lot of pride, you know, yeah. because we've come a long way and we've we've been working hard and and uh, hitting when it's really cold or hitting, you know, what I mean, I mean, yeah. doing all the sacrifice and all the stuff and making all the road trips, sleeping in our car to play in tournaments. Wow. And uh, you get a chance to get your own bat. You're like, dang, that's pretty. That's pretty sweet, you know. So I've been very lucky, very blessed to have that opportunity with Suncoast, and uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty cool, you know. So um, it's very durable, you know, um, very durable. So I mean, I've had one. I used one of the major that had over three thousand swings at it mm. on it, and it still didn't break, and it's still compressed at you know two fifty or something, you know. So it had it had room to spare, and uh, it's it's still really good. So Suncoast has really got the the durability down. Um, and that's that's huge because you want to be able to take bat in practice with your bat. You yeah. know, when we first started playing ball, we'd order a bat and we'd break it in you know yeah. twenty using, swings. You know, fifteen using, swings using rocks, not knowing. Yeah, using rock hard balls and we take fifty to hundred swings and they break. Yeah, you just and spent three hundred bucks using, on a bat. Using yeah. harder balls should let it last longer. No, no, no oh, it's break. the yeah, it breaks okay. it. Yeah, you want to use squishy balls and, and bat in practice. You okay. know, yeah. Um, so yeah, you you, you spend three hundred bucks on a bat and you go and use it for a hundred swings and it breaks. You're like, come on, man. You know, yeah, and, yeah. terrible. You know, so but uh, yeah, so that's that's my bat. You know, and and you know, uh, it's been it's been really going really well, and I'm excited to see. I got to swing the new one last weekend in Florida. 
as a tester and uh it's it's gonna be even it's gonna be way better than one this year i know that so so what is it is it like when you test it is it like stripped there's no design to it they're just like here's the bat at its very plain level yes sir yep so they they, you have a prototype exactly so you show up and it's just you know hey here's our here's this bat this is yours and they usually have it written down in like marker you know, because mm-hmm. this is prototype all black, you know, and you just you swing cool. it and kind of give your feedback. Hey, I like this. I don't like that. Or, hey, I feel a little vibration here. Or, hey, I, you know, feels a little light on the end. Or And, and they kind of tweak it wow. and stuff and, and try to get it down. Now, every bat's kind of a little bit different. You know, they can make a thousand bats and there might be 50 that maybe are a little different somewhere along the lines. But um, they've been really good at, like, you know, kind of pinpointing what you want and customizing it to you, you know. And, is it uh, going to be a different bat? Is it going to be 13 inch again? It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same specs. Same specs, okay. Yep, it's going to be the same specs, but a little bit different technology. So the ones this mm-hmm. year, I felt like the barrels are really tight, meaning you know, uh, you, you know, you had to square it up. You know what I mean? Like okay. you had to hit it right on. And if you didn't, you got some feedback on it. This one that I use, man, I mean, there was no feedback whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And feedback, I mean, when you hit it, you feel it in your hands, right? Right. Um, almost like, you know, you, you, you play a ton of baseball at high Just levels. Like, to it. Yeah. When you take BP and it's cold, you know, and your hands blow up, Yeah, you know, there's none of that. So I'm excited about it and excited to see what it comes out with. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I say about my bat. So, so Joey, you use Honeycutt's bat or you have it. I have used it. Yes. Okay. But what else do you use in tournaments as well? Like what, what are some bats that come to mind that maybe you use and then you see a lot out in the. You know, in, in, in I don't I don't see it a lot here in New Mexico, but I'm a big Mikan guy. Okay, I've always been a Mikan guy. Mm-hmm. I've used the, the KPs way. forever. Used the black and yellow one. The blue and yellow one was in 2018. Then when it went black in 2019, so I always use that. And then I think it was 2020. I started using a one ounce inload, and I got really enjoyed using a one. I, I feel like I get, I can feel the barrel going through the zone yeah. more. So this year I went to the, it's the new. Mike and Riley 9R. It's a 12 inch barrel with the one ounce inload. It's a 27 ounce. It's a log to most guys because yeah. everybody uses like a 25, 26 ounce bat and where, where I've seen here in Carlsbad. But I like it because I like feeling the barrel in my hands and it's a, it's a lot stiffer. There's not much flex to it and I like that. It feels like a one piece in your hand. So I get the best of both worlds mm. with that. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And it's real hot too. Yeah. 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 But. To go back to Honeycutt's bat, um, in that derby we were talking about earlier, when I was hitting it, I was hitting it well. He used that that same bat in the next conference tournament. It's still past compression, yeah. So that's how durable it's 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 going because it hit rocks. We probably hit what at least fifty hard balls at yeah just that derby because we went back and forth because this dude wouldn't let me win. <laughs> so who had a so good you battle. Won? Yeah, we, yes, I went nine out of ten, oh, and he still beat me. Dang. We had to go to a playoff, and he yeah, beat me in, yeah. a, in a in a swing off. I had, I had a little bit more wind to the right side, you know, so just get it up there, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, you, you bat know. Le- you bat righty, you bat lefty. Yep. Okay, yep. and mm-hmm. then we go into the home run derby. When you say a swing off, it's here's a pitch. Whatever you do with it, he's got to match it or beat it. Well, it wasn't. It, or we, is it? We went. Think we went best of five. Yeah. Okay. Five, so the way five. so what we structured it. So it was our end of the year tournament right yeah. so after that we had a home run derby and what we did is i said all right guys you know we're gonna have a regular bracket um whoever wins that bracket gets to hit against joey mm. you know what i mean hit, hit against joey and then myself yeah 
So we we did all that. Anthony Orgain won it, mm -hmm. right? And Orgain, he, he won <laughs> it. There you go. <laughs> he, he, earlier that, so funny story, not funny. It's funny now, but, yeah. you know, he was in there. And we had L screens out there. And uh, Samuel Martinez, you know, uh, former caveman here. Yeah. You know, he, uh, he, there's a pitch on the outside and he ripped it right up the middle. Mm. And I don't know if Ant man, thought he had enough space, you know, like if he got behind it, but he didn't get behind the L screen yeah. right in the shin. I mean, oh. it, I mean, it sounded like he got hit with a bat right in the shin. I mean, it was just a smack. Like someone you know? took a tortilla and just hit him. Pop. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> yeah. The tortilla challenge. So his, yeah. his shin, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Like his shin was, was huge. Oh my God. And he still ended up winning the home run derby. So he hit it and then he, uh, he went all the way through, and then he hit against Joey and myself. Yeah. And uh, you know, we we put on a show, and we hit we hit some some good balls. That was for sure. Yeah. And uh, there was, you know, it was it was a good time for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I wish I wish you know, we're gonna definitely gonna do one of those again. You know, yeah. we have to have you out there for that one too, man. Yeah, Whenever you get I'll, healthy, I'll be down. Get so, better, man. Yeah, start whacking around. No, um, it's just it's funny to hear you guys talk about this because you're like, yeah, you know, we hit we hit it okay, you know. These balls are going like second fence. These are not just like little well, over the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, it's hilarious. Cause, well, it's like, I think cause if knowing whoever's listening, right? Like the people that play slow pitch in this area, they know you guys, you guys aren't just hitting, oh, we're kind of hitting home runs. You know, these are missiles. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think we've both been humbled enough, yeah. like playing against like, some of the best dudes in like not just the I mean the world right like sure. I mean because like they're the best out there, and yeah. when you play in Florida, you get humbled oh, very yeah. fast oh, because you're playing on baseball fields and the mm -hmm. wind's always blowing. Mm -hmm. So when these guys throw knuckleballs, it's dancing right. Yeah. So it's really hard to square one up over there consistently. Yeah. And I try to tell that to a lot of these these guys coming up because they see it and they think it's really easy. And I'm like, look, it's you're not getting the same pitching you are, you know, at your local D event, you know, normally, right? Yeah. These guys are the very best at what they do, and they can put a knuckleball, you know, uh, an inch off the plate this way, inch off the plate that way. They can put it heavy on your back shoulder. They can do whatever they want with the ball. That's and when you add wind to that, yeah. it, 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 it kicks it up a notch, you know? So I tell these guys, hey, you're not getting forcing biscuits, meaning some guy just up there rolling it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. when we see those, you're like, oh, deuces, like, that's yeah. gone. You know yeah, what I mean? You like, smell you. Think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Damn. when you get, when you get to that, you get to see those guys and you get to see some of these big monsters hit, you know, then, you, you know, your balls don't seem that far anymore. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? No, I get you. No, you know, sure. so. So that's actually what I was going to touch on too was pitching. You know, when you move through levels, I just figured, I mean, knowing very basic knowledge of slow pitch that guys get better pitches, but I can't imagine from – you know, just a guy throwing a knuckleball to a guy at the pro level being just that much better, but it's just insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's really? like night and day. Yeah. Not even. Most guys on the lower levels are throwing, if they throw in a knuckleball, they're just trying to get it over for a strike. Mm. Like, yeah, you don't know where it's going to go. Like these guys that we play against, they know exactly where it's going to go. Wow. So if yeah. your back shoulder's here, they want that ball going right over your back shoulder, try to get you to, you know, roll one over. Or they'll, they'll dance one up and float it and try to drop it short, try to get you out in front, mm -hmm. you know. Wow. But it's just it's just a different different it's just a different level of pitching in my opinion. Yeah, you know. Is the strike zone the same? It's tighter. Yeah. It's so tighter. meaning it's it's harder, you know, to, to get it to get a strike. And um, to, to touch on what Joey was saying, it's like 
you know, you, you got a big league pitcher and you got a guy that's, you know, uh, you know, fresh out of college in the minor leagues or something, you know. He might every, every once in a while throw a really, really good one that's super nasty, but he don't know what's going with it. Or like an 18-year-old Dominican dude that just doesn't know where it's going, right? Yeah. Like, but you get these polished seasoned dudes and they can literally and, – and those guys are smart, man, because it's the highest level and there's money on the line. So they want to win that money and they want to get yeah. the next contract. So they're going to watch film. They're going to watch how they got you out, you know. They're yeah. going to keep going to the well. You know, um, there's a guy that I play – I'm going to play with him this year, but I've played against him the last few years named Justin Mucciarelli. And to me, like, he's just – he's super smart. Like, he remembers how he gets you out. And if you don't – if you don't make that adjustment, he's not necessarily going to go to it every time. He's going to wait till the right opportunity when you need a big hit. And he's going to remember that, and he's going to go back to where it was. Wow. And he's going to go right back in your hole. So, guys are just smarter. Guys are just better. And, you know um, – it's, I tell people, it's super easy to make contact. You know, you get these people comments like, oh, man, slow pitch. It's easy. Right. You're right. It's easy to make contact. But when you're trying to put it to a certain spot on the field or you're trying to hit a home run or, or do something at a certain time, it, it, it's more challenging because these guys aren't just going to throw it up there and let you do it. They're going to do yeah. something different on it for you. Yeah. You know, and the, the watermark is like 700. So you have to succeed seven out of 10 times, right? Whereas baseball, it's like you're going to fail seven out of 10 times. Right. So the expectations are higher to always do the right thing and always get a hit and not just get a hit, but, you know, get a hit at the right time, you know, not just hit a home run, but wait till there's two or three runners on before you hit a home run. So there's a lot more strategy involved than yeah. mm -hmm. some people understand. And you top it off, you got a really good pitcher up there who can do whatever he wants with it. And you got really good athletes that play far back because the yeah. bases are further back and you're normally playing on turf. So the balls that might skip through the infield aren't going to skip through the infield anymore. Mm -hmm. They're going to throw you out, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's just another degree of difficulty, but, uh, Man, what I'm excited about is there's so many young guys in this area and in and, and our region and stuff that are coming up now and doing big things and getting noticed and, and getting a chance to go compete at some higher levels, you know. And, like, you know, when I first saw Joey playing, we're in league, you know, and Joey would show up at game time with one glove, maybe not even a glove to show up, <laughs> run out there. We're usually five minutes after the game started, go up, pull it short, make a diving play, throw a guy out from his mm -hmm, knees, mm -hmm. show up pick a bat, whatever one you wanted, go hit a dinger, you know, and uh, we went to a tournament, his first tournament playing with like a really good uh, upper team, right? Mestizo mm -hmm. back in the day and we went to Clovis and um, coach Andy, I kept telling him, man, I got a guy who's really good, super athletic. You know, he just had, nobody knows about him because he doesn't play as a coach. You know, he's always, you're at that time, you're coaching the mm -hmm. caveman. Oh, yeah. I was like, man, just watch him though. Like his, his tools are there. Like I've seen a lot of guys, he can play. He's, he's good in this. And then we needed a guy at that time. And first at bat, man, Joey goes up and, Hits one about 120 off the pitcher's chest, you know, and just lights him up, you know. Oh, and, it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> he just threw and my coach right. walked up to him. He's like, he's on. Yeah, oh, I, I, yeah he's on. He's, he's on. He's on. The, yeah. That was the only, only out I made that tournament. That was it. He was on a <laughs> roll, you know. So he showed up with a – he announced his presence with authority for sure, you yeah. know. But that's what I'm it's saying. Like, there's guy. dudes – really good guys that you know just don't get a shot to go do that you know what i mean yep. and but now you know we've been lucky enough to get, to get around some good people and in this area to kind of boost guys up and get get them to level get them in front of sponsors and eyeballs that they can get a chance to keep playing up and see what you know the highest levels of the sport is right yeah. because as baseball guys once we get done with baseball there's like, you're like, what do I do now? You know, I got to compete somehow or some way. Yeah. I've been competing yeah. all my life. So this is a good transition for guys, young mm -hmm. guys out of high school, out of college to keep continuing to play and, and compete, you know. Yeah. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm probably most proud about is, you know, seeing a young kid come up 
and tear it up and then get a chance to play on a conference team or play at a different, you know, higher level. That's what, that's what it's all about for me. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, Joey playing at the upper level, um, there's perks to it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. what are some of the perks you've experienced? Um, I know that you guys have both had certain perks that you've been excited about. You told me before the podcast, paid travel flights, mm-hmm. you know, tournament yeah. entry. What are some of the perks that you've so, been like most excited about? So, most conference sponsors they get you there and you know pay for your lodging rental cars all the all the all the stuff that makes you not want to go play if right. you know you're on a budget you know what i mean yep. like you don't want to go somewhere and come back broke you know sure so they make it easy on the player and they they get you there you know they don't necessarily feed you or unless you go to like a team dinner then that might feed you but what's cool about it is they'll they'll get you there you don't have to pay a dime to go play go do what you love go travel the country you mm. know california chicago florida you name it we you know we go there and play ball and it's 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 amazing to think about and so we just go do what we love on somebody else's dime like yeah. somebody else loves slow pitch softball more than we do to be able to to fork all that money over you know it's, it's right. a blessing honestly because they don't have to do that i mean that's just because they love it and they, they're a competitor too. They can't play anymore. Or there's sponsors that want to play too and they'll play too. But but it's it's a, it's a cool deal, man. Don't The only downside about it is the, is the traveling itself. Cause yeah. You might the time run, it takes. You, you, might like, turn, you might run into some ugly flights, flight cancellation. I remember one year it was terrible. Yeah. The COVID were, year, I think. Yeah. yeah. Flights yeah. were so bad. But – after that year, this year was pretty good. Yeah, and smooth. Yeah, yeah, this year was pretty good. Yeah, I know. I mean, I remember me and Joe were in Midland one time, and it was before the Florida duel, and uh, they had a hurricane or something going on, so they're mm-hmm. canceling flights. And me and him were ready to like, all right, trying to figure out if we leave now and drive from Midland and start driving towards Sierra, Florida. What time are we gonna get in there? You know, like, wow, it was just. Yeah. I mean, it was just that deal. And, and the sponsor yeah. were like, hey, if that's what it takes, we'll get you a rental car. But you know, back then, now you know to be be tough to do all that but back then we're like let's do it man let's, let's go it. you know let's what i mean it. like yeah. In it. yeah let's keep it rolling you know that's cool that's yeah really cool. it's been really cool man and, and these sponsors are great people and for doing that you know and and allowing a bunch of grown men to play it uh, you know men's t-ball pretty much you know what i mean it's like <laughs> sure. to think yeah. about it you know like you're yeah. playing a, a little kid's game and and they're flying you around the country to do that and i know me and him talked about it like dude like we start off playing and here in Carlsbad, New Mexico, and you know, and, and stuff like that, and all of a sudden you're like, man, we're going to Florida again, you know, and yeah. you take it for granted because the first time I went to Florida, we're like, wow, we're playing at yeah. the, you know, this is where the, you know, this is where the highest level of softball is, and then now it's like you get to go, you're like, cool, all right, when's the flight, you know what I mean? Like, you take it for granted, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you know. Sure. Um, so it's been it's been really awesome, man, and you know, our, our sponsor this past year, we're, I mean, we're treated like the Yankees of softball. Wow. I mean, we had. Everything we needed, you know, flights. We'd get our girlfriend. He'd get our fiancés there. Uh, if you had a girlfriend, he'd get them there too. So you didn't have to worry about anything, you know. And and he would make your sure your fiance and your girlfriend. Yeah, no, well, no, no. no. <laughs> Both of them. go on record. I have one fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, gonna say that might yeah. be a conflict. Right <laughs> no. So uh, what's in it for the sponsors? Like, what is it because they are an affiliate of softball? They sell softball bats, things like that, or they just are like. Hey, if you win a championship, we get a kickback, or what is like? What's the perk uh, you for having know, great players? So like, uh, a lot of times, you know, like our sponsor, he's, he gets like a, an apparel company and stuff, mm-hmm. and he uses that to kind of push it. You know, like our team had a, its own uh, 
team bat, you know, as a competitive oh, okay. edge through Suncoast, competitive edge ruckus, you know, in ruckus max. So um, a lot of times they'll get deals and stuff and they can, you know, push merchandise that way. But honestly, it's a lot of guys who have grew up playing the game or, or maybe their dads play the game and their dads play the game and they just love the game and, and they mm -hmm. want to cool. do that at the highest level. And, you know, and it's a competition for them. You know, they want to assemble the best team and be around good people, you know. And I know that's what our my sponsor, uh, Mark Patterson, is all about. And, and Mark Bernius and some of those great sponsors I've had in the past, uh, Mike McGowan, all these guys are like, you know, I want to be around good people, you know. Yeah. I, I, if I'm going to spend half a million dollars a year to put to for a slow-pitch softball team, it's going to be around guys I like. Right. Not guys that are out, you know, running around on their wives, not guys just doing bad things and, and showing up drunk or whatever, you know. They're, right, yeah. They want guys they can hang out with and, and have good conversation with and, and text in the offseason and say, hey, buddy, how's everything going? You know, mm -hmm. and you can have a good conversation. So – that's first and foremost, man, because there's some sponsors out there. They just want to assemble the best team, and they have a bunch of turds on their team, and right. everybody yeah. has a bad time. So I've been lucky enough to been been with some great group of people, you know, and, uh, man, I, that's – for a lot of them, that's that's the incentive right there, man. Make babies memories. That's what it's about, you know. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Love it. No, that's awesome. Um, so for you, we have the bat we just talked about. Yeah. You started with batting gloves, right? Yeah. Yeah. So are those still in circulation and do you get like compensated for that? Sure. Yeah. So, so Renee Verdusco with West Dust Glove, man, he's been with me since, you know, 2019. I, I think we kind of both started at the same time of, of, I was just kind of starting to, to play some upper ball and stuff. And he was just kind of starting getting his company going. Um, so yeah, he came up and, you know, we, we worked it out and he got, got me some batting gloves, my own like signature line of batting gloves that are still out today. Um, you know, the honey drips, go to westtexasgloveman.com and get you some, you know, yeah. so they're still out there and, and that's cool too. And mm. you go to a tournament and you see people wearing your batting gloves and things like that. And, um, you know, he gives me a bunch of batting gloves to do, do things with and, I, it's, you know, I, I'm bad about, it. I just give them away. You know, I just, <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, it means a lot to me. And I say, like, I want people to wear my stuff and have my stuff, you know, and, uh, I'm glad I'm not a, a business guy in that sense, uh, with batting gloves. <laughs> yeah. Cause I wouldn't make any money. But it's free advertisement. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. It, it helps him out, helps me out. And it's, it's a good deal. So, um, you know, some people like, I know, you know, some people get compensated in different ways, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, for me, I mean, it's more about, you know, that's my guy. We've been together for a long time. And, uh, you know, he's going to help, he helps, always helps me out. I want to help him out as long as I can, you know, and he's also good for this region. You know, I mean, he's, he's, uh, sponsored teams and guys sponsored a bunch of Joey's teams before mm -hmm. sponsored some of the teams I've put in together. And, and, uh, so that's what I like to see, man. It's all about yeah. getting the region up and, and yeah. getting those he, things going. He does other teams. He does little league teams, you know, sponsored those sponsor youth sports, youth football teams. He's, he's not only a, a brand, but he's a good dude. Like, sure. He goes out of his way to help us out or help our families out. Whatever's going on, he'll he'll try to take the time and, and you know, put in the work, do the extra stuff for us. And I've always been real blessed to have Renee Reduzgo in our corner. Yeah. So and that's deal. what you're wearing right now, right? Yeah. West Texas yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Perfect yeah. plug right Yeah. There. No, yeah. He's, he's awesome, man. So. Um. Joey, one of the things that I think uh, is unique about your game is your defense. You play the infield, uh, which to me translates to you being able to play infield, outfield. I, I mean, I could be wrong. You, you're versatile. Um, is that something that you feel like makes you more open to more teams that they can say, you know what, I can have this guy because if I've got a shortstop and a second baseman, he might play somewhere else, but he's got a good stick and defense. 
Well, yeah, I mean, being versatile in that way is you're always going to be able to do more things and help out your team. Mm. So, you know, being able to play bucket or say your third baseman goes down, you can go play third or, yep. or heck, if you need to play first base, whatever you need to do to help the team, that, that's always a plus to have. And But at the same time, most of your sponsors are going to say, hey, what's your primary position, mm. you know? So you can be at your best and be most comfortable with it. Right now, my my spot is second base. Like, okay, I don't. In I mean, I'll go play others other spots, whatever. But second base, it's more comfortable comfortable to me. Yeah, and it allows me to play more freely because it, and it translates to hitting too because I don't have to worry about making throws from short or third. Mm. But I mean, if I have to, I'll go do that. If a sponsor says, "Hey, I need you to play third." <laughs> got you yes sir like you're not gonna say yeah oh man well i don't want to do that no if a sponsor right. needs you to play somewhere you're gonna play it i need to go play center i'm gonna go play center mm -hmm. you know just it's just the nature of being like you said versatile and wherever you do yeah and honeycut for you you're a an outfielder yeah right well, yeah and so how do you stand up because i know that whenever i play just at a local level tournaments you go to a team or you go up to just about anybody and they you go well what do you play oh i'm an outfielder it's like not it feels like a hundred percent of people can play the outfield how do you stand out well it's like you know i think as guys get older and fatter you want to <laughs> start moving closer start. and closer to the infield you know and uh okay the, yeah man i mean I, I i came up playing the outfield i was you know in in college and stuff i was an outfield pro ball I was an outfield catcher and then when I got out here, you know, I was, you know, I can, I can run and do that type of stuff. So yeah. I wanted to play outfield, right? I mean, I'm when I first playing softball, I was like, you know, 20, what, 28 or something. I was like, man, I can I feel like I can catch every ball. It just stays up there so long, yeah. you know. But uh, on this team, you know, usually, like when you start going up, there's no really no surprises, right? So before the season, they let you know, hey, man, this is what we we're bringing you in to do. This you're gonna play right field, and uh, we know we need you to be ready to do that. You're gonna, you're gonna start, you know. 80% of the games, you might sit on Friday nights against some lower level teams and you would be ready for the rest of the tournament. So in your mind going in, you know what you have to train for, yeah. right? Um, a couple years back when I first started playing the conference, I was with a, a really good double-A team called Extreme. And they let me know off the bat, hey, man, you're going to have to try to work in and, and find a spot, and that might be on the infield. So take ground balls and you start working on some different stuff. And, yeah. and I ended up playing probably 80, 90% of the infield that year, you know. Mm. So I wasn't a very good one, but that's where I played, you know what right. I mean? So. They kind of let you know going ahead, you know. So standing out for me, I mean, uh, I think it's really important to work on the little things about, you know, as we get older and stuff, we kind of forget about the fundamentals, about your first step and your first your reads and different stuff. And a lot of guys do not work on the little stuff. You know, they get to a certain level and you're like, I'm a major player. I got it all figured out. Yeah. And you never got it figured out. You know, I know um, this year there was a bunch of, you know, plays during the season where, um, there's a ball in the gap and I was ranging to my right and I felt like I couldn't cut that angle to cut that ball off and, and, and get catch it in the air. Sure. So, you know, before the major world series and stuff, I worked on that and set cones up and would take my drops and try to cut that angle and work on it, work on it. Wow. Well, sure enough, there's a couple times in the game where that same play happened and I was able to make the play just because you put that every little extra bit of work in, mm -hmm. you know? So it's important, man. I, I always say that the game, We'll treat you good if you treat it good you know you got to be able to do those little things and it's always the stuff like you know you hear all the cliches it's you know what you're doing when no one's looking yep. you know are you willing to go out there and run and do all the little stuff run bases you know people want to hit doubles but they never practice hitting doubles 
they never run bases and, yeah. and get their cardio in by hitting doubles. You know, it's true. Yeah. You can cut that angle. That could be different. You getting tagged or not. So for me, I just really try to do that. Try to get the little stuff down. Um, you know, we don't warm up. You know, like you know, when you, when you're playing real real hardball, you have a specific time to throw and to warm up. Well, after a while, you forget about that. You just show up and start slinging the ball around. You know, yeah. so. For me, I was like, man, I really need to take the time to throw and warm up and, and, and stretch and do those things right. And it, it paid off. You know, there's a lot of times in the game where you make a big throw just because you practice that and just because you took the extra 10 minutes to do armbands and a throw and yeah. play long toss or whatever it was. So yeah. um, I think it's really important to do little things if you're not like a freak athlete, you know. Mm -hmm. So you had a chance to represent New Mexico. Yeah. in a tournament i just i saw social media you had like a photo <laughs> shoot i mean dude yeah shirtless and no. <laughs> but you, that was a that was a different uh video <laughs> you, i wasn't supposed to see that yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um so can you tell me about that like what was that it looked like it was a big deal yeah so what what it is joe and i both the last few years have uh played in what they call the challenge cup right and it's U-Triple-S-A's Olympics of softball. Mm. So what they do is they get the best players from your state, you know, and you go compete against everybody from other states at the major division. I mean, they have divisions all the way down to, to D-ball, I believe. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so you, you, you pick, you get your state and you get selected and you go out and you play with all the guys um, from your state and compete at the highest level. So I got a chance to do the promo and stuff, and it was really That's cool. cool. And um, it was it, it's it's a whole different deal of pride, you know. Joe and I have have played with Team Colorado before, um, because what it is, if they let you pick up a couple guys from um, a state that touches you, right? So in this case, Colorado touches New Mexico. So one year, me and Joey played with Team Colorado, and this past year was the very first year we got to take. Uh, team New Mexico and mm. compete at the very highest level of softball in the major division and um, It was really cool for us because it's all guys We've competed against for the last couple years like either with or against and you mm -hmm. always hear the stuff of guys from New Mexico aren't as good or blah 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 and we got to take a team that was that we are local and, and things like that and go compete against the Floridas and all the guys with names on their bats and all yeah. the guys making $100,000 cool. a year playing softball and see where you stack up. Mm -hmm. And we did really well, man. We finished top five. Uh, Sam Dahl was our coach. Wow. Uh, Renee Verdusco was one of our sponsors. Uh, so, yeah, we took a bunch of guys from our region, you know, and, and I will say this, you know, because, you know, we've, we because New Mexico has not that many people in it, you know, population-wise, yeah. We got to get um, some good guys from the region. So we got to go within 100 miles of New Mexico and pick up some guys from like Lubbock and things like that. Okay. And that really helped us out too. So El Paso. El Paso, yeah, El Paso. Million. So we uh, we took all that group of guys, man, and we finished, you know, top five in the whole thing, you know. That's so we, we finished right in line with Texas, finished in line with all the guys that are historical powerhouses in that in that conference, in that, uh, in that uh, tournament. So uh, that's something I'm states? really proud of. I want to say like 26. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. it's a bunch. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch, man. It's cool, mean, man. It's it's Olympics of softball, man. It's a whole different set of pride. When you you know, you can represent your state and your region, and especially with your buddies. You know, we all, yeah. all play together with or against each other for years now. And, like, we all get to team up and go take on the, you know, you know the Kyle Pearsons, the you know I mean the Tyler Irvines, the, the you know all the best guys in softball, you know, and, and see where you stack up, you know. So yeah. So who are the best guys in softball, or the guys that you've played with that you're just like, you know what, this guy's a standout, or a few, or any any names come to mind? 
man there's there's, there's a, lot a lot of it, there's so many good dudes that like you know are known for specific things if you need a home run um my teammate for the last few years tyler irvine has been the best in my opinion the best home run here in softball you know i mean he's just automatic and he can do it at the big stage it's mm -hmm. one thing because a lot of guys will hit a lot of home runs when you're playing at the smaller events on 300 foot fences all year yeah and next next thing you know they have 80 100 home runs on the season but this dude will do it on the biggest fields at the biggest stages against the best teams mm. so for me if you need a home run um that's that's Lindansky, the guy. man what's that lindensky was a freaking lindensky to me boss this year right yeah mitchell lindensky was our leadoff this year for competitive edge that was the team i play with and in my opinion he was the mvp of softball wow. uh, he almost broke the record and at the smoky with home runs he had like 29 home runs in one tournament and yeah. he's about 5'8", 215 pounds of just muscle. Yeah. Like, he's just a bulldog. And he plays outfield every inning. So, imagine playing outfield. Because in conference, you have seven innings, no time limit on a baseball field. So, you imagine mm -hmm. how exhausting that would get. Yeah. Three, outfield. three man. You don't get four. Yeah. And you play oh, really? Three oh, so man outfield. you nine guys. You play No, well, no. You, play you ten. get five in the infield. So, you, oh, got, a, you okay. got a middle guy infielder. Uh -huh. But you got a three-man outfield on a big field. So, you got to run around that sucker all day long. Then yeah. you got to go hit. And get a triple or a double. He think he led the league in doubles last year. Last year he won the doubles title. Wow. Yeah. This year he had over 100 home runs and that's hit seven seventy so, or something. As an outfielder, that's just dumb. So and he did it in the big tournaments. You know he did really well. So I mean he he to me he was the best player last year. I think Bradley Jones won it from uh, uh, Resmondo and very deservingly. That guy's a freak. He mashes the ball and kills it and plays outfield and does all that. Uh, oh, Kyle Pearson, big Kyle Pearson won the batting title, so he so hit like 831 or something. 831 like that. or wow. 840, something like that. Yeah, Broke the bad. record, you know. And yeah. So there's plenty yeah, of awesome dudes out there. That's good. Yeah, really good, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there we can go on and on. I talk about dudes, but I always give props, yeah. man. If even if yeah. I play against these guys and they're, you know, we might not like each other on the field, but hey, man, like I, he's good. <laughs> he's the yeah. best. It is, yeah. you know. So it's very. Do you guys lucky. ever? Do you guys ever get into like back and forths? Yeah, because slow pitch is pretty high intensity, right? I mean, as as much as it's slow pitch, it's very much like in your face. You know, I want to beat you. I don't oh, like yeah. you. Oh yeah. Have you guys gotten into it a few times? There's always they're not, at the upper level. There's not much a lot of chirping, but you'll get into some good games, and you know, it's not a whole. It's not a matter of talking crap or anything like that, but it's a matter of like getting rowdy and getting yeah. you know getting your team up getting live getting getting yeah, it's, yeah. it gets yeah. pretty intense yeah you know like like joey said upper levels you don't get too much of that because if you get in a fight and you, know, you can throw a punch you get spinning for a year oh but when you got guys making money they don't want to mess with that right so they'll yeah. wait till they get to the gas station afterward and say hey man what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah but on the wanna, field yeah you'll have some dust ups and things like that you know what i mean um like a guy i played with for years jason branch and he was always starting dust ups and he was he was that bulldog who kept everybody in line right so he was just making sure everybody did what they had to do and things like that um so you definitely need those guys in your team those hot-headed competitor guys that keep mm -hmm. everybody on the same even kill that no other teams know that you're not going to mess with that guy right yeah. or mess with their team so you need that stuff um but at the same time you're not out there throwing punches because you don't yeah. want to yeah. be suspended for a whole year. You, you always want the yeah. guy that you don't like playing against. You like to have that guy on your team, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. you can he, you can always count on them and try to get in people's heads and yeah. just be loud and not obnoxious. Yep. But at the end of the day, there's one of the guys who just they're a cool dude, you know, yeah. like Ryan Tomasi is on my team for LNS Glass. 
golly when you're playing against him he's like shut up man you know <laughs> yeah. but when he's on your team you're like yeah you get it like, yeah you, you like having it. you like yeah. having that guy the type of guy on your team and ryan would do that and he'd be pitching so like when the guy's willing to talk and do that and pitch Ooh, that yeah. guy's really about his business because mm-hmm. he's in the line of fire every pitch yeah, so yeah. and I, I love that dude there, there's not a better team out there than ryan tomazzi he's a great dude and he hits it and he's a good player so shout out to that dude man good dude you talk about making money in slow pitch. Guys are making money. You don't want to get suspended. You want to make sure you're out on the field. Um, Consistency is big on that, right? You got to go to tournaments. You can't just go, well, I got to work. I got to work. I got to work. Yeah. You got to be there. Um, but how do you make money in slow pitch where it's not like a very public thing? We know baseball yeah. players, they sign this contract. Do you sign contracts? Do you do Sure, that yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sponsor-driven, you know? I mean, so it's, you sign contracts. Some, some people don't believe in contracts. Some people do. Um, some people have stuff worked out with bat companies and stuff where they get compensated through that, you know? Um, so there's there's different ways. For a long time, it's a kept secret that people got paid and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, oh. But, yeah, it's kind of a taboo thing to talk about and stuff. But it's but not people, through the sport, right? No, it's no. You triple say, no, 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 no. So if you triple say, listen, no, nobody gets paid, man. I don't know what y'all talking about, you know? So, right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But, you know, some people, some, yeah, some people get paid with, you know, Hershey's Kiss bars or whatever, you know, Hershey's bars. Right, you know? so, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. But, you know, people, there's a reason why they're there and there's, there's a reason – you know, there's there's something there to keep people motivated to, to do that because guys are competitive and sponsors are competitive too. So they're going to try to put the, the best team they can out on the field, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever that means, uh, by whatever means, some some people are willing to do that. You know, wow. so yeah. Uh, and and those guys make a lot more money than than people do in minor league baseball. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Yeah, because yeah. no, those sure. guys, will be, you know what I mean. So like, yeah. there's a way, and and I think that's a great thing because it keeps people motivated. And, you know, if you have that, you know, you have that, you, you know that there's more out there to do and compete and you might be able to actually, you know, do a little something for, for your family or whatever. Like, why not? Why not? Would, oh, yeah. you, would you try to do that? You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, some guys get, you know, crazy money. Some guys don't get anything. Some guys just get, you know, and just get an opportunity, you know, but all we're all the same deal and all competing. And that's the dream, right? You know, you want to compete and and you know, and do some of those cool things and be able to. To, to to travel around the country and play a kid sport, you sure. know? So yeah. very lucky to do that, man. That's awesome. So my last question for tonight is the final goal. Joey, what is your end goal for slow pitch? Not end goal, but what is what is it like I get here, that's what I set that's what I set out to do. Yeah. What is it for you? Mine is just leaving a mark, man. Yeah. You know, not only for like my family, like my boys growing up, like I like I'd like for them to know that I played something at a high level yeah. and I was good at it. And I'd like for them to strive for that feeling of accomplishment, you know, knowing I, I left it all out there yeah. and you can't take that away from me type deal. But also for the state of New Mexico, I mean, I've, I'd like for the sport to grow more because there's not, there's not guys like me and Honeycutt at that level, Steve Myers, that get to play conference ball and we'd like to see more guys get the opportunity to and really just put themselves out there more like a lot of guys get caught in caught up in the whole deal of you know staying local staying with your local team not wanting to go outside the box which i get it i mean but there's always those guys that have that mentality of i want to be like more an ambitious mentality you know wanting more for themselves and I just, you know, maybe this could be a stepping stone for those guys, you know, get out of their shell and, mm-hmm. and go 
do what they want, you know. And what about for you? What is the ultimate goal? Uh, well, I mean, I want to I want to win a major World Series, and that's the, the highest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, a couple years ago we got second in the whole the whole entire thing. You know, and televised. Yeah, okay. yeah, they, they show them on uh, YouTube, let's say live or, or YouTube. They'll, they'll show them live or Facebook live. It used to be on CBS Sports back in the day and yeah, all that man. stuff, but that was before my time. You know, maybe one day it'll get back to that level. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to to win that, to to know that, hey man, there's not a team to ever, you know, or to to you know, we're the best team. This is this is the highest it goes, and uh, you know that that's that's really the goal for me because after that everything else is gravy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you strive to be the very best player you can be. Like, I want to be the best player in the game, you know? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm one of the best hitters in the game, if not the best. And I'll say that in front of anybody because I work hard and I can do I can do what anybody else can do. So I want to put that all together and, and be on a really good team and win the whole thing and then be able to reevaluate your situation and say, hey, you know, this is we, we did this. We enjoyed man, we We've been doing this thing a long time, it feels like. And and it all it all meant something, you know yeah. what I mean? And then you you step back from that and what we're doing right now with the New Mexico Challenge Cup team and our New Mexico program, that's gonna far outlast anything that we could win or do because those guys are gonna get experiences and they're gonna pass those on to younger guys. And that's some of the things I tell these guys, like, hey, there'll be some point where you're up there and there's gonna be an opportunity to help somebody get to where you're at or even above where you're at. That's your duty. That's that to the game mm-hmm. sure. to do that and keep that passing along. Mm-hmm. There was there was those tons of people who helped me out and gave yeah. me a chance to do that. And you want to pay it forward to the next generation, the next people, because they're going to have kids and they're going to do those things. And, and you want just to keep on growing, you know. Um, and and I think, man, I think I really think that we're on a, on a good path, you know, doing that. And I don't think there's ever been a time where this region has been. Uh, had this many good players that are competing at the highest level, sure. you know, and I think that's only going to continue. So, uh, yeah, uh, stay tuned. It's going to keep on getting better. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Appreciate it. I learned a ton from this, by the way, and what you guys are doing is really cool. So, once again, yeah. thank you guys for being on. Thanks for thank you, really. allowing me to be here, man. Yeah, Fun. absolutely. All right, guys, tonight's podcast sponsored by the Lucky Bull Grill. Be on the lookout for Upstairs opening up in the new year. And uh, thanks for listening to All Sports Best.